The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Well, I'm getting hammered on social media, courtesy of <laughs> DB, Andrew Rogers here. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Pizza making ability, not there. Sports talk, there. The funny thing, though, is like you were just defiant. Like I told you exactly what to do. And I think you but got don't the, act like I'm like a the, rebel, like I'm, I'm going against you got your, the, no, your will now listen, and wishes. I'm not coaching those insecurities. That's on you. If you the, feel I, like you're a rebel, if you feel like you're a rebel, I'm not owning that. That's on you. All I said was, yeah, I'm going to be like Shannon Sharp in this instance and really you, sit you back were, and just take it in. Can I just say something about that real quick? You know what made me mad about retweeting that? Everybody, everybody thought you watched the show. <laughs> and, well, that number one. <laughs> But I don't care if you don't like the people. Like, what? Like, no, why do you it, feel that's it, important to tell me? It was the snippet of dialogue it, that you were addressing. That's it. <laughs> right, like, there was one comment that I I laughed out loud, and Ashley can attest to it because I just started dying at home because you just only wrote "cool" at the at the back end of somebody's dude, uh, you, statement towards you, and I'm like, I lost it. It's and, this. Uh, it's apartment. that. It's this. It's that. Skip shit. I'm like. Listen, you, you guys are missing the point. But I understand it's Twitter, and so the immediacy to tell me how you feel, even though it's not, doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about. I simply was talking about a real situation evolving on air, which I've had, because somebody takes something and, and makes it personal, and you feel like you're in a better relationship with them than that. That was the gist of what I was saying. Shannon was hurt. Whether you like Shannon Sharp, it's, it's overly produced or it's, it's made for TV because he felt like Skip should have had his back. Skip didn't have yeah, his Skip back. Skip came out guns a-blazing. Yeah, and Skip doubled down. And I, listen, I'm not, a, I'm not a Bayless guy. But again, see, none of that is really what I'm talking about. He went all in on a guy that is notorious for for getting emotional about getting his family out of that one-room house. You saw the house in which Shannon Sharp Mm -hmm. lived in before he went to Savannah State, right? And what it meant to play sports to him, because that's all he's had, because he said, I wasn't very smart. He's told this story a thousand times, and Skip poo-pooed it. And I was just like, that's all. This like this is real. And uh oh, do we have breaking news? Breaking news. Um, unfortunately, Mississippi State uh, lost a member of their family. Coach Mike Leach has mm. passed away. Mm. 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 Such an icon for the sport. Uh, I mean, he was a fan favorite of a lot of people. Um, and I don't know if anybody saw the reports that came out yesterday regarding. Uh, the heart attack that he had, and then uh, was was it like seizures Seriously, in, yeah. started to follow? And uh, I mean, 
Wow. How about he was just doing an interview last week with the little raspy cough because he was a little mm-hmm. under the weather. I mean, it's just the kind of person he was. I mean, Mike Leach was constantly – he was a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, never turned down an interview. He, he – I, I don't know, man, that is uh, – Yeah, our, my – I don't. I don't even want to say my. Our hearts go out to his family, the Mississippi State community, and, and all those that are affected by this. But man, that that that's a stinger. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a tough one. Kind of makes what we were talking about a little little obsolete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we go to the phone? Yeah, uh, we have Michigan Lance on line one, and uh, as we kind of bounce around the eight o'clock hour to kick things off, you're talking Jays basketball, right, Lance? Yeah, a little Jays basketball, a little, little college football coaching carousel going on. How are you guys doing this I'm morning? Sh- Good, sure, how are I'm, you? I'm sure you'll dabble in high school as well. A little bit. Hey, man. Uh, oh, Creighton basketball. DB, you kind of talked about it, uh, I think, like last week or something, but about the type of players that coach um, McDermott's coaching. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, know, used, I, I used the Brady Hoke reference. Oh, you know, okay. Bra- uh, Brady Hoke spent a long time not coaching four and five star guys, and he didn't enjoy doing it. And I wasn't saying that Coach Mack didn't enjoy doing it. It's just different when you coach guys that have other aspirations other than just playing college basketball. Right, or or other skills, or, or a certain level of skill set mm-hmm. that you don't have to teach. That you normally coach, yeah. And so, along with that, what I was going to say is expectations. You know, Creighton has never really come in with the expectations they had this year. Everybody's known them to be a good team, and you know what I mean—a a, a good program. But now they're coming; they came in with expectations. And how can you deal with that? How do you coach that? How do the play, players react to that? So they're, they're in a new space and a new uh, uh, era. Of, of where they're going, especially with the Big East. Like, I knew going into the Big East, like, when are they going to get to this point where expectations are, are going to be there to do what you're supposed to do and be great, you know, more often than not. Not just be good, but be great more often than not. Mm. But the thing about college basketball that helps them, you know, is like basket, college basketball really isn't – Nobody's that great of a team. It's so. a crazy season, isn't it? Like, who's good? Yeah. But but if you look at the last couple years, men's college basketball really hasn't been that good. Like, it just you – know, a lot of these teams and players, it's like, man, like, do you guys work on your skills in the offseason? It is a lot of just – I don't know. I guess more of the players are going to the G League and straight to the league after one year. I don't know, man. It's – it, it doesn't look it doesn't look the same but the nineties and the early two thousands and the eighties, like, man, it's some bad basketball to play. Well, you just just make sure you tune in to Midland and Omaha today at noon and you'll see some good basketball because 'cause I'm for the hometown team. I'm t- I'm teasing. Oh, well yeah, most definitely. At at noon? Yeah, they yeah, it's uh it's kids get out of school day. Or something like that, like bring the kids to school. Is that is that really what it is? Like the <laughs> no, that, that that's really? what I yeah, like why not? Like Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, making your kids out. <laughs> and Mid- Midland does a really good job recruiting. And, you know, Coach Crutch and Coach Crandall and those guys, are they're about it. Three and eight, they get they hey, get I, one at the home. Let's let's go. Hey I, hey, I love it, man. Hey, how about – I don't know. Do you talk about Deion Sanders? 
Oh yeah. Get we, in the head, coach. Yeah, we talked about Dion quite a bit, and Dion. The, the dude De- got a head coach, like to be an assistant. <laughs> you know how hard that is to do. Uh, yes, I <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you remember well, the convers oh, the conversation that I had with Larry Martin to take that job at North? I get it. Yes, it's it's not easy. Man. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah, man, that's that's wild, man. That's, like this dude got a head coach to come over. Like that's that's wild. And how, so, how about how he the told the free he, world nobody in recruiting is safe? Right. Hey, oh, and, you, and then he fl- he flips that. Dylan Edwards, who Nebraska wanted all the way till the end before he went to Notre Dame. Man. And Dion's like, nah. He flipped Dylan Edwards in I, the blink of an eye. Well, because he's known him for so long too. Like he used to coach him in youth. In the seven on seven, when he was in Dallas, see people forget that Dion has a lot of connect. Look, man, listen, what, he what, he what, offered what, he offered Proctor he offered Proctor, who was Iowa's top recruit, within yep. like ten minutes of getting that job. And Proctor tweets it out. And Proctor was there on the same weekend that we were visiting. And I'm like, how do they even make offensive linemen that look like this in high school? He looked like Worfs. He looked like Worfs already. I mean, he's the <laughs> he's the real deal. A guy gets a job in ten minutes. He's offering, <laughs> and and a guy tweets it out. It's like, hey, Dion's yeah, no Matt Rule though. Hey, I'm in in Rule. I trust though. In Rule, I trust. But hold on a second now. Dion got cars out there recruiting weekends. I'm like, this dude got eighty hundred thousand dollar cars on recruiting weekends out there. Like, hey, man. Like the NIL and Deion Sanders are gonna be really good together. So and you know he got um, the Kelly the co DC from Bama mm-hmm. who has had some up and yep. down stints, but he has gone to the Nick Saban School of Coaching Rehab, which some coaches seem to go to, and it's and it works. He's got a head coach that's an OC. Do you like this staff so far? Yeah. I, I, I would say yes, because I trust him. Not that I really like, oh, that guy is great, or this guy, or that. Like, I trust what Deion Sanders is putting together. Mm. I, I, I mean, there's just certain people that know how to do things. Like, he doesn't have to – he's hiring people that are great at what they do where he doesn't have to do it, mm. where he can go be fine because that's what the world wants, that's what the kids want. So he can focus on that. Now he's going to do the coaching part too. He's going to make sure his coaches are well prepared. They do their job and they're on point. But then he can go do the other things to to bring people in the Colorado. Colorado people have been talking about Colorado for two weeks straight. Nobody's talked for Colorado in since '95. Like that's crazy. And so and when you go to a Matt Rule and. I, People, everybody kept telling me about fit at Nebraska. Well, we don't know if Dion fits and this person fits. Like I'm looking like Matt Rule is from the Big Twelve. That's where in the AAC. Like that's not a Midwestern fit or root. And then he brings in a guy which I'm not shocked about from Syracuse that runs a three-three-five. Now I don't care about the three-down lineman. Like that doesn't matter to me. Now what matters to me is the sticks in the box. In a in a in a three the three three part to where in the Big Ten it's not the back twelve or the Big Twelve. 
Yeah, and I'm but, like, okay. but 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 Lance, you 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 know you know this, and I'm an odd front guy. You can get to eight in the box any way you want to. No, and, most but DB, I'm with you. But those, but are you gonna be able to get those players? At that, whatever you call that, it. That's what it is. That's that's what that's what right. it is about about the body type, right? It's like, right. okay, are you? But 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 I'll say this: okay. like all of a sudden, and I'll just use him for an example because he's mine. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. like Caleb will look at that spot like a nickel will, and he says, yeah. and he's like, oh man, interesting. That, that, right. Yeah, I like. You know what I mean? So it just depends. Oh, I'm with you. There are a lot of those tweener types. No, but but DB, I'm with you. But let me tell you this though: do, uh, do those guys like coming downhill against Wisconsin? If that's what State? Wisconsin does, if that's what Wisconsin right, does, right. Or, well, but but we do know that's what Penn State, Michigan, Ohio, kind of. We don't know what they're kind of kind of spread Illinois, po- power. Illinois, they're, they're, Michigan, Illinois, power like, spread, power spread, power right, spread. I mean, right. week you, in and week out. You know what I'm saying? Like. But here's the deal. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though, Lance. These teams are, Uh if it's Illinois, uh, with the exception of Minnesota, and their RPO game is even good. Most of these teams run power and counter and QB lead out of spread. So you have you have to be able to line up in it, and be able to handle RPO and perimeter quick game. And then still be able to stop the run. So it's not so much about whether it's a 4-3 or a 3-3. It's the body types in committing to it. Because these teams run outside of Wisconsin. They all run the ball out of spread formations. Right. But, but, they, yeah, but, it, but who's committed to that? Like you said, it's still a power run game at the end of the day. And, man, in, in Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan, Penn State, hey, man, they got some big bodies. Do you want to be coming up? I'm just the handful that do, man. It's tough week in and week out. It, ju- so it just it we'll just see seems you. like the best outside guys play in Madison and they play an odd front, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but 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 you know me, the odd front, the, the three down lineman doesn't matter to me. Like you said, because you can get that. It, it, it's the next level that I'm worried about. Like you said, with those tweener types and, and and we'll see, man, in the Big Ten and, and, and how it goes, but. The Big Ten is still a little bit more smash mouth than the Big Twelve and Pac twelve. No, I agree. I'm with you. But uh, UCLA, UCLA, and USC are coming. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin That's has true. a new OC from North Carolina. Illinois is gap scheme and RPO. Uh, who knows what mm-hmm. happens with Iowa and, and and Minnesota? I mean, man, you know, you know, Iowa isn't gonna. They're still I don't. I don't. I don't, that, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. It got you, dicey for you, Coach Ferentz this year. I. I I don't know, man. That fan base isn't as passive as we think, man. They want to win. But, DB, they were still one win away from the uh, championship. No, I understand. I understand. They have to hang on. They're going to lean on that to say, we don't have to change that much. Why would we change? We're one win away. Like, I'm with you, DB. I got I to gotta see it before I believe I was changing some things. All right, my guy, be good. You've been telling me for years about that fan base. But <laughs> I, still have I have seen. because I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I feel like I know him a little bit now. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, in regards to your last point there, and, and Lance's too, when he said, you know, they were still one went away, which I totally get. Why change? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if you do change it, maybe you're in a more comfortable position. 
um, as yeah. you know, the Maybe. Big Ten evolves. Who knows, though? Hey, real quick, did you want to say something about uh, the high school teams? He's he's oh, is he gone? He's okay. Gone. Yeah. All right. Well, bye, Lance. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Um, no, let's continue the conversation, though, because he took it down a good path when he was talking about Dion and then the recruiting Coach he's Rule. done. Yeah. Let's go to Coach Rule and the coaching staff and talk about how they haven't skipped a beat. Yeah, it's like – I mean, so this is what I'm about. You're going to hear this all – like, this is going to be a theme with me. I don't care so much about – Who's and or who isn't recruiting a guy? I care about fit, right? Is that somebody that I could see when they say, hey, I'm recruiting that guy, that I could see that they go in that system? Because if that's the case, I'm just telling you, here's a dirty little secret. Coaches couldn't care less what the media or fan base thinks about star rankings. They couldn't. Well, and, and what coaches look at is I, I'm supremely confident. I'm an alpha by nature. I think that I can get that guy better. He fits what I'm looking for. The and stars, that's all they worry about. The stars don't always matter. And, and, it's, and it's been proven. No, they actually do in championships, but not always. Because the championship teams win four and five. Yes. yes. They, have, they have a lot of five-star guys. Yes. But in regards to this type of recruiting, they don't always matter. I mean, you look at Hassan Reddick, who was probably Matt Rule's He's most notable to recruit to go to the NFL. And he wasn't ranked at all coming out of high school. Kind of like Quinn Knives. Unranked in the most recent, uh, or one of the most recent football recruits at Nebraska. Multi-sport athlete, speedy, athletic, can absolutely move out of the backfield, but also no stars. Mm -hmm. But they look at him as a development project. A, a way that other people don't look at him. And we talked about already once on the show, betting on themselves. This is a kid that's going to bet on himself because nobody else did. And I think Nebraska does a good job of pinpointing who those kids are. And then you look at, you know, the three-star DB, who I'm, I'm going to avoid saying his last name, but I'll say his first name, Sincere, you know, from IMG Academy, announced his commitment to Nebraska even without seeing yeah. Lincoln. I mean, that's just, to me, the that, that, work that's, that that's this— a, That's a barful deal. But still, the, the work that this recruiting group has done— in order to bring guys in that, for one, had no stars, for another, that hadn't even been to Lincoln. I mean, they're doing more for this program in a short amount of time than fans have seen in a while. Mm -hmm. But but I I don't know. I, you know, Michigan Lance is talking about Big 12 versus Big 10 and things like that. And, you know, with Tyquan Thornton and Kalen Barnes and guys like that that Coach Rule drafted – or, excuse me, recruited um, – and then got drafted. I don't. Th I don't think that he's all of a sudden gonna forget what it takes to win football games because he talks about turnovers and the offensive and defensive lines. So I don't think he's sacrificed anything. Now we'll see what happens from his development. But what you're not hearing from him is, well, such and such. And I'm not. Listen, man. I don't need a pound of flesh, and and I don't speak down on on. 98% of the people, so I'm not about to start bashing Coach Frost. But, um, you know, when he says things like, we hope the Big Ten will have to adjust to us. So when it comes to trust and comparing the two, and I know the fan base feels a little like toast, right, burnt? I trusted you. I trusted you. It was supposed to. Pay attention to the approach, not necessarily um, – 
kind of the, the, the end product right now because it's still early. And I mean end product by the guys that are saying yes. Pay attention to the approach. This is what we need to be successful. This is what I've done to be successful. This is what I'm going to try to do. It's different than saying, uh, like, that would be like me coming here and saying, hey, what, what I've done everywhere else is going to work here. Just trust me. Eh, you wouldn't want to work with me. Right. Right? Because this is, this is different. Everything that we're doing is different. The clocks, the schedule, what market. Like, our producers, the production. We have, like, things that I've never even seen before. So, you would want some, you would trust me more if I said, hey, these few things I've done that have been successful, I'll try to bring those with me. But let me at least see. By the way, we got to get him, uh, Shane, Dirk Chatlin. And they're hot. Exactly. A um, couple things I want to ask him. He doesn't have to do the weekly thing. I talk to Shane like we're not really talking. <laughs> right. No, but it's, it's part of who we are. We just, we just talk to one another. We're, no. fam- we're family. Right. Like, just because we feel – I always say this, just because something has has been a certain way doesn't mean it always will be. And I think change we do, is good. And we it can be. But we do ourselves a disservice, Drew Down, when we like box our thoughts and we stop wanting to learn. Because if that's the case, why do we even get out of bed in the morning? No, I'm serious. Like if you're not trying to really be better and you're just kind of doing it because you've done it, like how many of us really do that? And if you do, does it say anything about your character? But yet, when we assess, you're close-minded. When, we, when, but when we assess somebody else, like we put those values on them, we don't even put that on ourselves. I don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. It's a great point. I don't. I don't understand why we think like that. But, but again, that that's just me. Building on the line. That's, all, that's a, it's totally on you, Doc. Building on the line has been a point of emphasis, too, when we got done talking about the three-three-five as well with Michigan Lance. Another uh, recruit that Nebraska snagged was Juco Edge Kai Wallen, yeah. three-star junior, or junior college prospect, and he had offers from everywhere, mm-hmm. essentially. A lot on the West Coast, uh, but he even had offers from one Big Ten school, which was Indiana. He had an offer from KU. He's now a part of a class that includes Dylan Rogers and Maverick Noonan, which, I mean, when, when you're building this defensively, it, it's shaping up pretty well. Uh, he goes back and he gets Jamari Butler, uh, who I think will be integral. He's looking at guys, and I've told this story, so I'm not going to rehash it. When, you know, all those guys that were in the room on junior day where he's, like, forecasting who they look like, who they could be like, what he wants them to be like, and how it goes to getting stops. Um you, you know, it's it's, and, and we're so we're so dismissive of like this conference or that conference, and we forgot that over the last three years, Okie State got really good playing good defense, and we we think it's all flash and dash. K State played pretty good defense. Iowa State played pretty good defense, and you're seeing some guys like I don't know if you guys know this, but Bijan Robinson is going to the NFL as probably the top back taken. Brees Hall was was pretty good. Deuce Vaughn is going to the league. When we, say, when we look at these conferences and we say, well, this conference doesn't do this, man, be careful because they have good players too. And when you're looking at like the Deuce Vaughns 
and the the Blake Corums and the Bijan Robinsons and the Braylon Allens. Are we so sure we want to be the folks that thumb our nose up at how other people run the football? Those guys got good players too. Patience is something we talked about with Sam McEwen yesterday with this coaching staff. That's what I will reemphasize today on this show. Yeah. Watch what they do. Be okay with change. I know what you said, like change isn't always good. but It, it can it, be though, right? More, I would say more oftentimes than not, either change is good or you settle on it fine. Or, or right? you're still going to continue to grow. Right. Kevin Ioli is next.